little chatterbox, the one with pretty auburn locks. Whom do you see? It's little orphan Annie. She and Sandy make a pair. They never seem to have a care. Few little sheep, this little orphan Annie. Bright eyes, cheeks of rosy glow, there's a store of healthiness handy. Might size, always on the go, if you want to know. Arnsess Sandy always wears a sunny smile. Now wouldn't it be worth the while if you could be like little orphan Annie? Here it is, 5.45 now, and time to hear more about the big new adventure that's starting for Orphan Annie in Simmons Corners. But first, if there are any of you boys and girls who don't like to drink milk, and your mother scolds you because you don't drink enough, don't forget what a wonderful help Ovaltine can be to you. Here's what you do. Instead of drinking your milk plain, ask your mother to let you have Ovaltine after this. Because Ovaltine turns plain milk into the keenest kind of a treat. So chocolatey looking and good, and it tastes even better than it looks. What's more, your mother will be glad to let you have all you want to drink. Because when you add Ovaltine, it greatly increases the food energy value of your milk. Besides that, Ovaltine makes plain milk easier to digest. So you're able to get the good out of all those nourishing food elements in every cupful more easily. Now that's something your mother may not know. So you want to tell her about it right away. Ask her to get you a can of Ovaltine at her drug or grocery store so you can start in drinking it this very night. And boy, you'll get a surprise when you see how good it tastes. And I'll bet your mother will be glad when she sees how many cupfuls you'll want to drink every day. And now, tonight's club night for all you 1936 members of Orphan Annie's Secret Society. And right after tonight's adventure's over, we're going to broadcast another secret message in Annie's Mystery Radio Code. So be sure and keep listening. But now, let's see what's happening to Annie. Yesterday, remember, Mr. Flint was trying to sell stock in the new bridge to Jake at the Emporium. But Annie convinced Jake he ought to think the matter over before he went into debt to buy stock. Well, here it is the next day after school, and Annie and Joe are walking across the snowy field toward the river to see the new bridge. And listen, Joe's talking. Shucks, Annie, it sure did seem good to get back to the old school again, didn't it? I'll say it did, Joe. Gee, the kids were awful glad to see us, weren't they? And I was awful glad to see them. And didn't Miss Clayton seem glad to see us, though? I'll say. She's an awful good teacher, too, Joe. You bet she is. Say, Joe, look. Look at what? Ahead there, through those trees. That old shack that used to stand on the riverbank. What about it? It's still there. I know it is. But don't you see? It used to be empty. It had all its windows knocked out and was sort of falling down. But now... Say, the windows are put back in. Somebody must be living there. Sure. There's smoke coming out of the chimney and... What's that? I didn't hear. It sounds like somebody crying. A baby. It is a baby. Look, Annie. Well, leaping lizards. You poor little thing. What are you doing crawling around out here in the snow? Gosh, it must be cold. Of course it's cold. Come here, I pick you up in my arms. There, you sweet little thing. Did you ever see a prettier baby, Joe? Gosh, it is pretty, Annie. Come on, Joe. We'll see about this. What are you going to do, Annie? I'm going up to that shack 
there and find out who this baby's mother is. The poor little thing. Come on. I'm with you. The idea of a poor little thing like this. Maybe they don't know it's out, Annie. Then they're going to know it. Shall I rap on the door? Yeah, and rap good and loud. Come in. Come in. Come on, Joe. Somebody said come in. All right. Oh, good day, good day. I see you bring me some of the wash, huh? A nice big of the bundle, too. This isn't any wash, lady. It's... Oh, my little Rosa. Oh, give me my little Rosa. Oh, my poor bambino, you cry. Oh, no, there, there, no more cry now. Your mama has you in her arms, close, so close. Where you get my little Rosa, huh? We found her outside, lady. Yeah, we... it was crawling around and outside? we thought... Outside? Oh, that wretched Cesare. So lazy he is that he no shut the door when he goes out. And my little Rosa, she crawl out after him. Oh, his brains, if he got any, I will spank him with my hand. You mean the baby just crawled out through the open door? See, si, see, si, what else? And that lazy Cesare, he leave the door open and my little Rosa, she crawl away. Gee, I'm sorry, lady. For a minute I was mad. Oh, Cesare. Oh, Cesare, he's my son, a big son he is. Cesare Renelli. Renelli? Say, Joe, I know who he is. It's the new kid we met in school today. Oh, Caesar. I know who you mean now. Ah, see, my Cesare, he go to school. Someday he be a great man. Here in America, everyone has a chance to be the great man. Maybe my Cesare, he be the president someday, eh? <laughs> I know who you are now, Mrs. Renelli, if you're Caesar's mother. We met him at school. Joe and I both liked him, didn't we, Joe? Shucks, yes. I thought he seemed like a swell kid. Ah, my Cesare. He's a very swell kid. He's a fine bambino, even if he do leave the door open when he go out to get to the water, and so my little Rosa, she crawl out. Huh? Water? Water, see. How oh, I wash the clothes if I don't have a water. How much water I need. My Cesare, he bring it from the river in the pail. Now listen, I think he coming now. Hello, Mama. I got back as soon as I could. Oh, hello. Hello, Caesar. Howdy. Just wait till I put these pails of water on the floor. Cesare, what do you mean by leaving the door open? Your little sister, little Rosa, the poor bambino, she crawl out in the cold and she... Gee, Ma, I'm sorry, but when I left, my hands were full of those pails and... Oh, uh... these are two good children. They bring the little Rosa back to me. Not enough that I have all this wash to do, but I have to have a little Rosa brought in from the snow and the cold. I'm awful sorry, Mama. I didn't mean... Oh, oh, oh I know you did not mean, Cesare. Oh, good the boy you are. So much you help your mama carrying the water for the wash. Gee, mama, that's all a fellow can do to help make ends meet. Want me to put this water in the tub? <laughs> no, no. You go ahead, Cesare. Enough of the water I have for today. You go out and play with your school of the mate. They say they like you. Now go now. Out from under my feet. All of you out. Well, if you say so, mom. <laughs> a million thanks. And Santa Maria, she thank you too for bringing my Rosa, my little bambino, back to me. And now you go ahead and play with my Cesare, a finer boy, and the washing I do alone. Someday a president he may be, huh? Now, out with you. Out. I guess we better go. Can I come back someday and see Rose and Mrs. Rinelli? Oh, see, si, see. Si. And the little bambino by now, I guess maybe she like you, huh? You come back. But now you go with my Cesare, a finer boy, a finer boy. Gosh, Caesar, your mother sure likes you, doesn't she? My mama, she is a very fine woman. Washing she does. 
My family, we all work too, as my father Tony says, to make ends meet. What does your father do, Caesar? He works on the bridge. On the bridge? Sure. You mean a new bridge, Caesar? Sure. My father, he runs a steam dredge. The dredge it weighs a 30 tons. Jumping grasshoppers, 30 tons? Shucks, I'd like to see that dredge. Why not? The bridge is just down here on the riverbank. You can see it. Well, that's what we started out to do, Joe, was see the bridge. I know it. Come on, then. My mother, she says she does not want any more water for a time. She has enough for today's wash, so we can go and see the bridge. Come on, Joe. I'm with you, Annie. It is a fine bridge. My father says so. It is made of concrete. Concrete? Many bridges are made of iron and steel. There are many kinds of bridges. This one is concrete. Boy, I can hardly wait to see it. Beepin' lizards, we must be getting awful close. Shucks, I'll say. Listen to that racket. One of those engines you hear is of my father's. Will it be where we can see it in a minute? Boy, oh boy. I never thought anything like this would be happening around Simmons Corners. Beepin' lizards, Joe. Look at that. Boy. I never expected to see anything like that in my life. It's the biggest thing I ever looked at. Look at all those engines down there. Sunfish, they're right down at the riverbed, dredging up sand and dirt. Sure, one of those dredges is on my father's. But what are they doing, Caesar? What are they digging up the river like that? For? They're gonna have piles in there. That means they're gonna sink a big concrete post right down in the riverbed. So they'll hold out the bridge. Gosh. Hey, sure awful busy around here. It wasn't at first. I guess you kids were away when the surveyors first gone. Yeah, we were in New York, Caesar. Well, uh, they've been working for months on this now. It's a beginning, as my father said, to take shape. Shucks, I'll say it is. You can almost see where the bridge is going to be. Well, what's that little house down there, Caesar? On the riverbank. Looking right out over the bridge. Why, uh, that's Mr. Strong's house. Mr. Strong? Shucks, who's he? He's the chief engineer of the bridge. He's an awful swell man, but that's not a house exactly. Not a house? No, it's an office. That's where all the business is done for the bridge. That's where all the blueprints are. And the plans that the chief engineer made for the bridge. Leaping lizard, Caesar. Do you know this Mr. Strong? Sure I do. My father worked for him on a lot of bridges. I guess he's just about as good an engineer as there is in the whole world. Boy, oh boy, I'd sure like to meet him. So would I. Well, why not? What do you mean, Caesar? Why not meet him? If you want to. Suffering sunfish? You mean we can really meet this big engineer who's building this whole bridge? Sure, I told you he was an awful swell man. He's getting a little old now, but he's doing all this to know about bridges. And if you want to... Shucks, I'll say we do. You bet. Come on, then. I'll take you right up to the office, where you can see it. You mean, Caesar, you know this Mr. Strong, this big engineer? Sure, I do. Didn't I tell you my father worked for him for a long time? Shucks, Annie, come on. I want to see this man. Jumping grasshopper, so do I. I'll bet this Mr. Strong, this big engineer, is going to be swell. Come on, Caesar. Let's meet him. Well, Annie and Joe seem to have made some mighty nice new friends today, didn't they? You can see that Caesar is a real boy, too, and now he's going to take Annie and Joe down to see Amos Strong, the engineer of the big new Simmons Corners Bridge. And you certainly want to be on hand to meet him, too. 
Now, tonight's Thursday night, and that means club night for all you new 1936 members of Annie's Secret Society. So get your pencils and paper ready for an important secret message in Annie's 1936 Mystery Radio Code. Are you all set? First, remember, we give you the code key. Tonight's secret message is coming in the A13 code. Did you get that? A13 is the special code key for tonight's secret message. So write A13 down on your paper now so you'll remember it. And here we go with the secret message itself. First word, 19, 5, 21, 15, 2, 9, 6, 10, 8, 21. Second word, 13, 20, 20, 6, 23, 2, 1, 15. Third word, 13, 15. Fourth and last word, 17, 9, 6, 23, 14, 2. That's all, and that was another secret message in Annie's Mystery Radio Code. And all you 1936 members who have your super decoder pins and secret books can figure it out right away. Just set your super decoder at A13, the way I told you before I read the message. And it'll figure the whole thing out for you automatically. And say, if you haven't sent in for your 1936 membership yet and are missing out on all the fun of decoding these secret messages that are coming so often from Annie now, don't wait any longer. But get busy and send in right away. Especially since it's absolutely free if you're drinking your Ovaltine regularly. Remember, here's all you have to do. Just print your name and address plainly on a piece of paper. Then mail it in together with all of the thin, round aluminum seal from underneath a lid of a can of Ovaltine to Little Orphan Annie, Chicago, Illinois. Or if you live in Canada, mail it to Ovaltine, Peterborough, Ontario. That's all you do. And then Annie will send you the beautiful gold-colored super decoder pin and the new 1936 official secret book that lets you in on all the inside secrets of the club right away. So get busy and send in this very night. And don't forget, be here right on time tomorrow at 5.45 because I have a hunch we're going to see some excitement popping then at the new bridge. Until tomorrow at 5.45 then, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>